What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their business for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Jake and Jake, who are the co-founders of Swapstack. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Amazing. Really great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's going really well. Excited for the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to to have you both on and learn what you are working on. So for people who haven't uh, heard of your company before, what are you working on? You know, why don't you kind of let me know, like, what is Swapstack? Yeah, Swapstack is a marketplace uh, that connects newsletter writers and in the future, other types of creators with brands who want to sponsor those uh, publications. Um, brief origin story on it is that I... We, we both have our own newsletters. My newsletter is called The Flywheel. Other Jake's newsletter is called Pre-Money List. And we both kind of reached a point where we were like, hey, we should probably figure out how to monetize this. Both kind of didn't want to go down the paywall subscription route for various reasons. Uh, looked around. We we're like expecting to find solutions that would make it really easy to find sponsors and kind of didn't find what we expected. So we're like, you know what? Classic like scratch your own edge story. Uh, let, let's build it ourselves. So this is, I think, very relevant. Um, I think later uh, in the in the podcast, we'll maybe talk about what's going on macro level with just newsletters and, and how they're blowing up and how um, media is changing. But to start, I, I have a selfish question because I have this problem myself. Like I have a newsletter. It is fairly, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not like hundreds of thousands, but like I got readership, you know, I got people that are paying attention and I would love to, you know, I'd love to like, you know, work with people to potentially make some money off of it. So walk me through, you know, if someone has a newsletter like myself or someone listening, can one of you describe kind of like how this works um, and how you can kind of get connected with uh, someone that, that sponsors, you know, on the, on the newsletter? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a super simple product, um, but I'll walk through how, how it works. So basically as a writer, you sign up to Swapstack, um, swapstack.co, um, and we'll add you to a Slack community. We have about 150, 200 people in our Slack community where we provide resources, talk, chat about growth and monetization tactics. Um, but the platform itself, basically we have a gallery of, of advertisers. We have about 100 or so advertisers that are actively looking for writers to work with. And so as a writer, you can go browse through that gallery, find a couple of brands that you're interested in working with, and basically send a pitch to that brand. So we ask you a couple of questions like, why do you think there's a good partnership here? What do you think the alignment between your newsletter and the brand looks like? And we send that pitch out to the brand. If the brand thinks that um, there's good alignment, they basically click approve, connect us, and we send an email connection between the brand and the writer and the writer and the brand kind of hash out pricing, logistics, all that stuff. And then invoicing happens to the platform. 
Um, on the brand side, brands can also do the same thing. So they can review all the writers that we have on the platform. If they find a writer that they want to work with, which might be your newsletter, they'll do the same thing. They send a pitch over to you. You get a notification saying, hey, XYZ brand might want to work with you on a sponsorship. Um, do you want to work with them? And then if you do, we'll connect you and you do the same thing. So I think that, at least from my perspective, um, you know, which is not exactly the objective truth, but I do think that uh, there's more newsletters now than there were a decade ago. And this is, you know, more relevant, you know, obviously than ever. And because of that, you know, at least for me, like if I had someone reach out to me, you know, say, Matt, you know, I want to sponsor your newsletter. I want to know what to charge them. Like what I charge CPM, what I charge, you know, because it's more niche more. How do you kind of do, do you have any part in advising the newsletter writers on how much to charge or how to think about sponsorship? Or is it just kind of like uh, you're, you, you stay out of it because you're the platform? How, how do you both think about that? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're kind of smiling because we were actually talking about this today, um, but we're writing up a blog post on how to guide our writers to, to determine pricing. Um, macro level, I don't think anybody has yet figured out exactly what the right pricing structure is. So there's not really standardization that we have seen in the market or that we're enforcing. But what we're doing is we're guiding our writers to do one of two things in terms of structure. So one of them is a CPO. So it's a cost per thousand open, the equivalent of a CPM on and digital marketing. Um, and the other is just um, slapping on a flat fee. Um, so you can do like a flat fee for a shout out or a flat fee for a package of say three shout outs in a newsletter. Um, and in terms of actual pricing, what we found is that if a writer starts with about, say, a $50 cost per thousand open or $50 CPO, um, they can back into a number for a flat rate or just keep a CPO as an offer to a brand. Um, and that's typically a pretty good place. That's not too expensive. It doesn't devalue their, their, um, their content. Um, and that's a good place for writers to start in their negotiations. And what's going on, um, like... You know, what I'm noticing in in the world, and I think recently, you know, what's going on with the Times, the New York Times, and, and, and a lot of writers leaving the Times to start their own newsletters, like, this is like, it seems like newsletters is really like, like, kind of on the up and up um, more than ever before. Um, I guess, how do, how do either of you think about the, just the market? And kind of, kind of like meeting the market where it's at. Um, like you, you may have started this scratching your own itch, but I actually think your timing is pretty like impeccable. Do you think much about the macro market, or do you just kind of keep scratching your own itch, and then you'll kind of back into um, the larger opportunity? I don't know if that makes total sense, but what, what do you guys kind of th think about that? Yeah, from my perspective, I'm sure we'll have slightly different answers to this, but from my perspective, the scratching the itch actually, at least from my standpoint, is sort of also aligned with the like moment in the market, just because of my own personal story of how I started my newsletter. Like I, I would have never considered myself a writer. Um, I, but I was, you know, I had a, I had a just, I would say like a, a career in big tech that I was dissatisfied with trying to find a way out, figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, saw that newsletters was becoming, you know, sort of a, a thing to experiment with. So that, that was really all it was. And like, of course, Substack makes that unbelievably easy to get started. Not that all of our writers are on Substack, but that's where, where I am. Um, and, and I would have never probably three years ago in the same situation would have never thought to start a newsletter. It's just because it's a moment and this thing is happening that that became a path for me. And it wasn't really designed to be like a career project. It was really more of like just a thing to, to experiment with and uh, see if I enjoyed. 
And when it started taking off, that's when I sort of started approaching it more of like a business and more seriously. And, and I think a lot of our writers are, we're, we're kind of catching them at that moment when they're, when they're like getting it to the, you know, on the surfboard, like the wave is starting to crest. Um, and they're starting to be like, whoa, I have something here. I want to figure out how to ride it. Definitely. Um, you know, that makes sense. Um, and then kind of going into uh, the big, big vision here, you know, there's kind of unlimited opportunity. So I'm kind of curious, what, what would you say this, you know, company swap stack will look like in a decade or two? Um, and I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction um, are you both rowing in, you know, in, in this market? Yeah, I think our, our big vision um, so we have a vision that kind of encompasses both sides of the existing marketplace. So the creator side and then the brand side. Um, what we want to become is the place or the platform where creators in general go to um, source and manage partnership relationships. So right now that's just a sponsorship, but in the future, maybe that means they find somebody who they can guess right for, or they find a contract that they can go and work for a company and be like a creator in residence, that type of thing. Um, and right now we're just supporting newsletters on a sponsorship basis, but we want to expand to different types of creators. So maybe this podcast will find a, a sponsorship in the future uh, through Swapstack. Um, so expand to podcasters, YouTubers, other types of, of influencers and creators. And then on the brand side, we want to be the brand's um, go-to place to do creator partnerships. So very similar complementary things or visions on both sides of the marketplace, um, but enable brands to go to Swapstack find um, distribution through sponsorships or find partnerships through guest writerships or, or content partnerships. Um, so many words with ships in this, in this sentence I'm saying. <laughs> um, and then also it just enable brands in general to, to learn more about how they can work with creators because the creator space is going to grow and we want to grow with it. Yeah, yeah. you're just, you're just writing, oh, sorry, go for it. No, it's okay. I was just going to add, like, I think in addition to basically right now where we're starting, like Jake said, is uh, part, you know, matching writers with brands. Uh, so expanding on the creator side, the types of creators we work with. Uh, and then in terms of the matching, like the types of relationships we can create, I, I think that's for sure part of the vision. I think in addition to all of that, uh, I think there's a lot of software that we can build, a lot of tools that we can build to make uh, life easier and better for both sides of the marketplace. Um, and, and we don't exactly know what that is yet, but I think our plan is to discover that as we go um, and figure out like, okay, great we have like all of these creators working with all of these brands, like what else do they need and how can we, um, you know, fix problems for them or solve problems for them? Yeah. You know, it's like kind of, I feel like the creator world, it's like, you know, speaking of ships, it's like a ship that's taking off. You're just like hopping on and seeing, seeing where you can take it or where it takes you, which is kind of fun. You know, I, in order to make that happen though, and to be, be this company that supports creators, helps them monetize, especially early ones, you know, you're going to need some help. It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for both of you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking for creators or publishers, you know, how, or um, not publishers uh, or brands, you know, how can we assist? Yeah, we're, we're looking for both. Um, so we would love if anybody who's listening is a, is a creator, writes a newsletter, wants to try out the platform or wants to meet a brand, we'd love to have them and, or just shoot us a note. Um, and we can talk about it. Um, brands as well. Um, we're open on both sides and we're doing our best to build in public. So every time we post a new product, um, we're posting on LinkedIn, whatnot, we have a Slack community where we're sharing all the updates we're making and making sure we get critical feedback from our vocal uh, audience or, or uh, community. So yeah, feedback, um, users, 
anybody who wants to join and just help us along the way would be awesome. And then uh, for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more, find you online, get in touch, you know, how can they find you? What's your website? Do you have social media handles? Do you have an email address? You know, how can people get in touch? Yeah, we're at uh, uh, swapstack.co is our website. Um, and then we're on Twitter, swapstackhq. All right. Well, thank you both for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt.